0: This is Ray, Manchester United supporter. Fuck the rest of the league. Red Devils are going to win this shit. Peace out, baby. Oh, and you're listening to the DU Football Show. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Welcome Ray back. back. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back, Ray Ray. Uh, came little, back with
0: the thunder, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, I, would, I would hope that his team would have came up with any thunder, even like <laughs> better than a thud. It was pretty fucking horrible. It fell flat on her face. It was bad. Let's start the show.
2: In the land of Bowie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton, punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Ray day the fucking Gooner Graham, smells of a lord, but straight and short. Sam Graham. Sam Graham.
1: Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am me, well, I'm Sam Houston. I'm trying to do my uh, damn uh, injury, injury time, time bit. bit there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I am your host, Sam Houston. And across the way from me is uh, the man embracing the bourbon, mm. Bourbon Graham
0: Whisperer. They yeah, call me.
1: I I would Im- I would sleep with that bourbon. That yeah. bourbon could share a bed with me. That's for damn sure. Definitely. We're gonna get to that in a little bit. How you doing, buddy? Doing very well. How are you? I'm hanging in there, doing all right. Back and forth place. <clears throat> yeah, um, that's true. yeah. back and forth place. Get uh, in. um, I am convinced that the uh, Premier League on NBC or whatever they want to call it now is was so much for Liverpool winning the title. I think they are equally as for Everton going down. like they barely talk about Everton at all. Everton's sitting one point above the drop zone. and now everything is Everton's going down. Everton's going down. Everton's got like, Motherfucker, they still got games in hand, like, next week. Against those in and around them as well. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, they've lost a bunch of matches. You you wish you didn't lose the Southampton one, but they were the informed team at that time. And then you lose one nothing to fucking City, and then this was an ass whooping, you know? This, This one sucked. Yeah. You know, and... We'll come on to that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We're recording at DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review. There it is, and share with the footballing friend exactly. And there, should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. <laughs> Mister Graham, tell the good people how they can get in
0: touch. Uh very easy actually. It's at D Show at Gmail dot. Uh, at D Football Show on all the social medias, D Football Show at gmail.com to <laughs> get in touch via email. Sorry, you say worrying
1: <laughs> about my cough and you. I know here. you
0: get me all fucked up over I mean, here. What's
1: what's what's your excuse? I mean, mine is I'm dying. At least you know I have something going on there. You, it's just bad broadcasting. I'm just giddy with excitement, really. <laughs> heard sam myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and have a deep passionate love for all things distilled spirit so as the red-blooded americans we are we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show mr graham we crack the top 10 of whiskey advocates top 20 and we do it with a hum fucking dinger
0: yes we do speaking of that i don't know did i say it on the main show or injury time last week that that big diss that's really good that I heard on a uh, another podcast I listened to. Yes, it was on the main show. It was on the main show. that uh, just popped into my head about my performance there? If I was a few minutes ago.
1: <laughs> yes, very
0: true. <laughs> Too much confidence, not enough talent. Yep. Anyway, uh, this is Wild Turkey One. Uh, this is their Master's Keep, a hundred and one proof. Mm-hmm. like a normal turkey. Like a normal turkey. Uh, the rating uh blurb sorry comes from david fleming and they rated this a 93 uh running about 175 dollars, but again expect to pay a little extra because it made the list uh as we said already this is number 10 (laughs) there's a father-son dynamic at work between wild turkeys two master distillers on this release with the patriarch jimmy russell preferring 8 to 10 years of aging and son eddie favoring the older stuff The final blend thus combines 8- to 10-year-old and 14-year-old bourbons, and that blend was then finished in a mix of toasted and new charred American oak barrels. Mm. Refined maturity becomes... Toasted
1: barrels are a lot of fun. I'll talk about them in a second.
0: Yeah, refined maturity becomes apparent on the first sip. It's creamy and well-spiced with flavors of chocolate covering marshmallow, caramel, cotton candy, and marvelous touches of aged tobacco leaf. This is a big whiskey that carries its age with grace and balance. And I totally fucking agree it is with every fucking word phenomenal.
1: that they said. It's funny. This is not considered one of those unicorn bottles, the Master Keeps uh, series. It should be. Yeah. Every single year, they come out with a Master's Keep, and every single year, it's a fucking home run. Why? Because Turkey has been making whiskey forever, and all this is is just really good barrels getting older that they then blend perfectly. And the toasted barrel finish, that's starting to become a little more popular in the whiskey world. What you do is toast it like a wine barrel. So you just let that wood sweat a little. So it's almost like creme brulee kind of sugar that the wood gives. And it's just so fucking lovely. This uh, Master key, our good buddy uh, and Patreon supporter, uh, Mr. Rice, he had gotten a bottle of the Decades which was one of the Master Keep releases. And this was about, I'd say about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And him and a bunch of his friends were going up to Maine for a friend's wedding and everybody was bringing a good bottle and somebody was like bringing a bottle of, um, you know, Macallan 25 and stuff. And, and he was like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and grab a scotch. I was like, we got to have the little taster of this whiskey. And I was like, that's the whiskey. Take Take that whiskey and I guarantee you People are going to look at it first and go, oh, wild turkey. And then they're going to drink it, and it's going to be, of all the whiskeys brought, it's going to be the home run number one. And, of course, it was. Everyone was like, that was the best fucking whiskey of the, day, of, the of the weekend. Right. Like, yeah, of course it was. Of course it was, because it's fucking good fucking people who know how to make whiskey and making it really, really, really well. fucking yep. well. It's exceptional. Yeah.
0: It's absolute, uh, absolutely exceptional. Yeah, that's... The chocolate up front is, is actually pronounced. Tobacco you leaf, d- you absolutely you get. It. Get a little bit of that vanilla uh, and mm-hmm. marshmallow. Um, It's, del- it's fucking delicious. I, am, I scoffed at it a little bit when I first... When I saw it mm-hmm. um, on the list, it was like, oh, fucking wild turkey. But I never had the experience of enjoying a Master's Keep from before, ever. What so this think? is my first one. It's well, it's amazing. You, if you it, can
1: find a bottle of it, do it. it it's one of those kind of whiskeys, and honestly, if you, if you're a big-time collector find yourself a master's keep every year yeah. it's not going to be bad it's not you're going to be you're going to be happy with it it's going to be stellar you're it's gonna it's pay really, for it you're gonna pay for it but it's gonna be worth it it's worth every penny i mean yeah. this is yeah it's this is probably a 200 250 bottle maybe even more out in the uh, secondary market but it's worth the it's worth the price of admission i mean we we talked about the old fits being worth it even though like yeah, it's still it's a unicorn bottle, and I'm glad we got it. This is one of those whiskeys that I feel deserves to be on the list because, mm-hmm. again, it's not a unicorn bottle, and I wonder why it's not. Well, in the sense that it's still hard to find. Yeah, um, but it, they
0: consistently release and it bottles of it every year. So, it's in in the sense that it's it's not a unicorn that it is out there, right? But it is highly allocated. It is, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you're not going to walk in and find six cases sitting on someone's floor. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So, but yeah, it's delicious. Make sure you uh,
1: drink responsibly. Very good. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it, kids. Mel, you going to uh, cheers Mr. Graham there?
0: Yeah, just... Uh, just Here, do it again. Yeah. Oh, better. much. Better I muffled it. That. I
1: was holding the, by the tulip, not the... Face. Yeah, we're drinking out of Glen Karen's to tonight. We uh, typically we normally throw this whiskey over ice. We're not throwing this one over ice. She is perfect on her own, nice and neat. It's really, really fucking good. I, I get, it is for sure. So. Good, good luck trying to find it, guys. But oh my god, if you see it in a bar, buy a glass. Just have it. You'll yeah. you'll be happy you did. It's probably going to cost you fifty dollars for a glass. It's worth it. Just have a fucking glass of it. Yeah. All right. How about it? Man United finally back at the top of the show, but it's only because they got embarrassed in the Derby. Oh, wait. Yeah. M- <laughs> Manchester City four. Manchester United one. Um City strikes early. This could have been nine to fucking one.
0: Yeah, it's could have been way worse. Especially the, the calamitous nature of De Bruyne's second goal, <laughs> the third goal of the game. Just all over the fucking place. And he had the cool, calm composure to to lift it over everybody that was strewn about.
1: Oh, Firehawk, but they
0: were dropping like fucking Firehawk flies. put it up in the, yeah. uh,
1: in the closed group. The picture of them just all sprawled out laid on the ground. You're just like, what the fuck is what that? Are like, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? I've i played football my whole life. I don't know that I've ever just, you know, decided to try to get a tan in the middle of a game.
1: Yeah, it's sprawled out.
0: It's pitiful. Like
1: it, it's, a snow angel in the middle of the fucking defense. At one point. In the second half, there
0: was a stat showed up on screen that said possession for the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was Manchester City at 92% to Manchester United's 8%. You're they were it was a game. fucking
1: training game. It <coughs> was pitiful. You're losing 4-1. to one. You mean to tell me you're not going to try to score another goal? Like, you're not going to at least put forth the... Like, that 8% that says you don't even care. Just as you go, okay, we've lost. It's over. It was horrible, and
0: really, David De Gea receiving a facial from Riyad Mahrez was kind of summed up the day perfectly. That final goal <laughs> that he just chinned him with it, yeah, basically. Yep. <laughs> well, sad part, De how bad or like how bad is your day going? One of the best shot stoppers in the league couldn't get his hands in front of his face fast enough, and the ball went off of his chin mm-hmm. and into the back of the net. And
1: the sad part was he was the bright spot of the Manchester United spot. Absolutely, He he had four or five worldies where you're just like, again, this should have been nine to one. And if a Manchester City fan,
0: if there's actually any that exists, because we know they're a big corporate culture and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the older people are older that right. were with City for a long time. But if they can figure out one of those old guys, how to get that 30 second clip of De Gea, maybe replayed four or five times in a video. So you get two to two to four minutes out of it, um, and put that on Pornhub. I think that would be a win
1: and ultimate trolling <laughs>
0: of De Gea Very getting good. facialized. Yeah.
1: De Gea gets facialed. <laughs> boom, 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 over and over and over again. That'd be pretty brilliant. Pretty, Damn! Pretty brilliant. Um, braces for both uh, De Bruyne and... Um, and
0: Mares. And Mahrez as yeah. well. Both <laughs> good goals from um, Riyad Marez, and De Bruyne's first one was excellent. Uh, it was that second one that was, I mean, there's a lot of composure involved. We still had a fair amount to do um, because, but everybody again was just strewn about and Jaden Sancho's goal was good. The equalizer oh, it was, it was a fantastic, it was a, goal. was a great strike, but for whatever reason, United just couldn't wake up. Uh, how, it
1: didn't how, usually, how do, you, so, how do you not get inspired by a goal that great yeah. in a Derby to equalize? Like, how do you then turn around and give up the lead? Like it
0: was, it was bad. It's bad. It's just, it's bad. That's not good. It's not yeah. a good look. It. I. Uh, I. I mean. I. I wish I had something more hard hitting than it. Other than it's bad. Mm-hmm. But it was just bad. It, there's really no other words for it. It's that simple. It was a piss poor performance.
1: But now, what's going to happen is unless they're playing Chelsea, maybe you guys, Tottenham next week, or um, or Liverpool, United will keep finding ways to get points, and we'll look at it again and go. Oh, wow, they haven't lost in two months. Yeah. Until they face one of those opponents and get their asses whooped again. I mean, it's entirely like,
0: true, yeah. It, it, it's entirely possible, at least. But I don't know how long Ronaldo's out for. Cavani is apparently leaving at the end of the season. Uh, why, would, so, why would
1: he stay? Why would he stay? 100%, exactly. I, I don't saying, know Cavani, what the fuck happened to Marcus Rashford. Cavani, go, go score 30 goals in the MLS. Because you will. You yep. will. You'll be a god. Go play for Miami FC and score, like I said, score fucking 30 goals no, I season. Think if there's anything that can stop
0: Cavani, it's playing underneath Fizza.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> ah, the Fizza.
0: I really want to see uh, Lionel Messi rock up there because that at
1: least, Fizza might learn something. <laughs> right, precisely. <laughs> here's, here's the question. Here's the thing for you. I was listening to another show, I'm sorry, that said the
0: only thing Lionel Messi has failed to do is become a utility player and who better than Phil Neville to coach that into him <laughs> <laughs> said
1: so he has to go there so he can literally complete football <laughs> I mean it's not a complete world until <laughs> Messi plays left back no gets subbed in as keeper because you've you gets, put the keeper jersey on because you've used all your subs and you have to put a field player in the net <laughs> that would be brilliant <laughs> Sorry, you're about to say something. That would be the metaverse of all of football. Finally, that would be full circle completion of everything. Um, What I was going to say is City needed this more than they let on. They did because Liverpool were starting to kind of nip at the heels a bit. And and they're still there. I mean, obviously, one slip up. Pardon me, one slip up and you're in trouble. But thats they needed this win because... They weren't convincing in the FA Cup, and no, they still and had decent players on the pitch. It's it's a bit of a statement this one. And Ruben Diaz has now been reported hamstring injury and out for a month, right? Which means you might not have him for the Liverpool match. Like, this was a big fuck win for City. Who who's hurt now? Uh, Ruben uh, Diaz. The um oh the center back. The center back. Shit. Yeah, it sucks for my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. Diaz is out for a month. <laughs> Crap. <All right. clears throat> Pick, pick them up, pick them up in your division two team. Yeah, that'll help. That's a guaranteed zero.
0: I have <laughs> thoughts on that too. I'm really pissed <laughs> off at Seamus Coleman. Got gotcha your points again, huh? No. In a 5 0 defeat, he didn't pick up a goddamn card. What kind of captain is that? What kind of Irishman is that?
1: That's uh, true. That's true.
0: And that's all I needed for a negative was for him to get a yellow.
1: If he got a yellow, you would I would have be a, in the negative. You would have had a negative I one. would have had a negative
0: score. Uh, but instead, played for 90 minutes, so he got his two participation points, conceded five goals minus two participation points. Right. So he finished with a zero. Oh that sucks. I Where's the yellow card? Have some pride in your fucking self and your
1: country. Okay. Well, I mean that uh, guess he doesn't have to explain it in injury time. Cause he just explained it here. Dick. How does United fix this mess? Uh, get a coach in, <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, but <laughs> again, yeah. Now to
0: get somebody in that, that knows what they're doing is <laughs> one thing that has, you know, has played more than, or uh, coached rather more than twice in the last decade. Um, I would also say a big part of it is the Ronaldo project didn't work. Somebody needs to have a bit of a spine and bench him. He is not the future of Manchester United. He's on a press tour saying goodbye. Yeah. He doesn't need to start every goddamn game. But Ralph Ragnick and the club aren't stern enough
1: to tell him no. Uh, he apparently had a hip flexor problem, which I very much doubt he had. Exactly. So you need to just tell him you're going to be on the bench.
0: You're old now. That's how it works. Yeah. Marcus Rashford, you know, Anthony Martial is now on loan, but Marcus Rashford, Mason, well, Mason has his problems. Forgot about that. Uh, Jay, so,
1: time for Sancho to well, step right, up, which he's other, starting these, to do.
0: These other players are the future of <laughs> Manchester United. So they need to play and play consistently. They need, you know, a run of games in the team. They need to showcase what they can do and get some confidence. Yeah, Playing Ronaldo is a stopgap to get to the end of the season,
1: really, Until you can buy somebody after what fucking Mason Greenwood did. Um, I want to reiterate it at the top of the show where what I said last week. They aren't on the verge of becoming bad. They're on the verge of becoming irrelevant. Don't ever listen to us. Like, (laughs) never. We're wrong. The, The minute we think we know something, we're fucking wrong. Always wrong. Just fucking wrong. I went to the book. Uh-huh. Okay. Right.
0: I got this Villa result right. I did it. T- I had $13 left or so. Right. Right on my machine. All the stuff I really wanted about. It. I said, you know what? I'm going to throw the old 10 gamer down, Mel. Okay. And I did. And I got every fucking result right except Brentford Norwich. Mm-hmm. That did- that's my fault. I didn't know Ivan Tony was back. If I did know that, would I would have picked Brentford. 100%. Um, And then the fucking Wolves game. Mm-hmm. But all of the kind of coin tosses, the games I was actually nervous about, Newcastle-Brighton, Villa-Southampton, got them all correct, bang on.
1: Mm-hmm. Eight out of ten. Too bad that doesn't pay anything, though. Exactly, and here would have been seven thousand dollars. Here's a bunch of shit we've been saying about other teams, and then they go out and lose after we talk so exactly. highly about them. Aston Villa four, Southampton nil. No. Crystal Palace two, Wolverhampton nil. No. Leicester two, Burnley nil. No. Leicester one Leeds nil. No. Just a flat out embarrassing loss from uh, from the Saints. In oh fact, yeah. In fact, Mel, do you remember what the Saints have done uh, twice?
3: No, I have no recollection.
1: Okay, well then, Sam, why don't you tell me what the Saints
3: have no, done twice? No, we're good. I mean, uh, we can move on.
0: Under What, can he slip you a fiver? <laughs> <laughs> under Ralph, um, Ralph. Hasenhüttl, I almost said Ragnarok. Uh, Might as well be. Doesn't matter who it Thor is. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> they lost. Uh, they lost twice. Um, in consecutive seasons, once each calendar year, nine <laughs> nil actually to to uh, uh opposition.
1: And if Stevie G didn't take uh pump the brakes, they would have lost nine wow. nil he said in his post match, <clears throat> he said in his post match, we could have scored more. <laughs> Yeah and and also
0: Fraser Foster. Yeah, they Fraser Foster they had absolutely four or
1: five brilliant saves.
0: Yeah. But uh Ali Watkins and Danny Ings I, I I'm loving this two up top thing they got
1: going on now. Uh, why couldn't Dino get that to work? Don't know. Like I, I I think personally I think the reason why that didn't work is because the person pulling the strings behind him was Buendia, and the person pulling the strings behind him now is Katinyam. I really think that that's really what it comes down to. Excuse well, me. you were
3: asking, uh, was it injury time? Is Buendia overrated? Yeah. And, ah, might be. I right. don't know that he's
0: necessarily overrated. I just think is <laughs> that much better than he is.
3: Well, I mean, he isn't fitting in. Buendia's a sub, but putting Coutinho in with Watkins and Ings, right. I think, was a difference maker. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 for sure. <clears throat> so overrated's a, a, a tough word, right? But what I'm getting at is, when a team goes to buy someone, I'm not doubting the skill of wendia but maybe he wasn't the right guy to sign for your club. Well, maybe he, he's the right guy at another club. Now, you know? so it's it's
0: tough, right? Is he ready for the step-up in profile? Is he, All of those sorts of questions are...
1: are what, would, our question, what would he our, have been our, if he stayed with Norwich this season? I was about
0: to, was about to say, are questions... <laughs> Idiot, <coughs> but, the, but, but but that's it, the, but that's the thing. Aston Villa is such a bigger club; they're a yeah. bit more stable.
1: They, they going into the season had high hopes, even with Dean Smith in charge uh, would, at the beginning of the year. I would but say if Pineda was still with uh, with Norwich, I'd say they'd be nine points better than they are.
0: Well, but that's that's exactly what I mean. If you're if you're, what do we say about somebody like Ben White? Right, mm-hmm. you know, some of these players are ready for that step up. Some aren't. You know, some players are better being a—like, I think, honestly, if you put James Madison, for instance, into that Manchester United team, I think he'd get lost. Right. Right? Uh, He'd be asked to do too much shit at the moment, and I think he would be lost. He's a quality fucking player. But I think he would prefer to be a bigger fish in a medium-sized pond than a fucking squad player in a massive pond.
1: Right, very true.
0: You know, I don't think he would thrive in that situation. He wants to be the center of attention. And at Leicester, he can be. That's fair. So Buendia, you know, coming over from Norwich where everything went through him to now he's got players like Douglas Luiz. He's got, I know Traore's been hurt, but there's people there sharing the load. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't, he finds himself floating in and out of games um, on a regular basis. And now that there, Coutinho is there, who is that cut above,
1: you know, he's able to take the game by the scruff <clears throat> of the neck and make himself the center of attention. And remember, they can barely find time for Leon Bailey. Now I know he's had injury problems and Bertrand Traore, who has also had injury problems, but. They can't find a place in this squad right now. Now no. that's 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 a good problem to oh, have yeah, if you're Villa, because if your aspiration is Europe, you need to have guys who play Europe, and you need to have guys who play league. That's why 100%. It's why the big clubs do so well, and that's the reason why there's players who go, oh, I want to go play for a big club because they know my job will be Champions League. It might not be right. the Prem but I'll have a job. I'll get minutes. I'll play games. I'm going to play as <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm I'm going to play as many games for them as I would for the team that I'm curr- that I'm currently with. Right. It's just not going to be Premier League games. Right. Exactly. Know? Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. But there was also a
0: bunch of problems like old problems for Southampton that crept back in. They had 11 total shots, just one on target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had 62% of the <clears throat> ball. It was pitiful. Villa conversely we're fucking on fire. Fourteen total shots, so they outshot Southampton despite having just over a third of the ball. Uh, and then eight of those were on target, and they scored with half of those eight shots on target. It, it was it was ruthless, and <laughs> Southampton were wasteful. And Fraser Forster, as you say, made four quality fucking saves, so yeah. it
1: could have been fucking eight nil. Um, really could have. Big loss for them is no Salisu. Um, Salisu is turning himself into what Van Dyke was when he was at Southampton. Yeah. An irreplaceable center back. Yeah. He's really starting to take that form. And uh, that's uh, all that credit. Me noticing that it goes to our boy, Ryan, with the American Toffee Pod. He has been all over that guy for two years going, watch out. Watch the fuck out. Like, that guy's going to be playing for a big club in the next couple of years. You're going to be like, who the fuck was this guy? He's a fucking baller. Them missing him was absolutely noticed. Right. Absolutely noticed yeah. because Watkins and Ings and Coutinho dominated the middle of their defense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely yeah. dominated the middle
3: of their defense. Yep. Mel, talk about your team. I mean, it was. I, I as I told you, we were watching the <laughs> game. Uh, Southampton looked lost. They looked, it looked lost, and it was nice to just sit back, enjoy, and know confidently we were going to win that game. It wasn't going to be stressful. It was going to be fun to watch, and all the <clears> goals <throat> were stellar. And it was, frankly, a very enjoyable morning.
1: So, Graham, why do I say we're wrong? We're always wrong. Because last week we were talking about hey, look at the informed team that's now in 10th place. Right. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Wolves are now losers of three straight. Again, mind you, a few weeks ago. Yeah, Wolves are looking at potential Champions League. They're looking at Europe. Look at- Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Well, there's some old problems here in this game as well.
0: Fucking Wolves can't find a target again. Yeah. You know, the Wang got to
1: penetration, but the Wang fell flat. The Wang, The Wang early in the season came out and expressed itself with authority. <laughs> and since after finishing, has just not risen again for more action.
0: (laughs) Dare I say, in in what I've noticed and experienced with the Wang, (coughs) now I know what most women feel like. (coughs) Wrought with anticipation
1: and excitement, only to be let down time and time again. (coughs) That's right. We are more pleased with dick jokes than we are actually analyzing the match. VR got his boy singing, and don't look now. 10th fucking place pretty decent goal from Ateta as well Um, which means they're going to lose the next three or four in a row because we just because i just said hey look at Palace in 10th place
0: yeah and palace what quarterfinals the fa cup as well moved on Mm -hmm. so that's a that's a big deal yep for them um i think you two play each other
1: um when we i'll go ahead and make the prediction here but when we do our fa cup show winner of that match makes it to the finals I think so? I do. Even if you draw City? Even if we draw City. Huh. I, think, I think the winner... So you winner, think it's going to be you that moves on anyway? Well, no, because if it's <laughs> Palace, if it's Palace, Palace is beating them. Yeah. Palace is not going to be scared. We, at that point, if we're in the semis with, with City, City may be very <laughs> focused on trying to retain the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And that's may fair look point.
1: past it and... And we, Ruben Diaz <laughs> being out is... <clears throat> And we couldn't have played him better. Yep. We could not have played him better the last time we played him. So I I th- honestly think the winner of that match is your finalist, is one of your two finalists in the FA Cup. I hear you. Just yep. hope
0: it's not like Watford and could be like 7-0 or whatever it was right. while we were right, That disastrous
1: kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: pretty bad. But no, it was, it's it's good for them. You know, and it, we talk about it too. I mean, they, their performances overall this season have been a lot better for Crystal Palace. But a sustained cup run can kind of galvanize a team. We talk about it all the time, right? It's how Millwall stayed in the championship last season when they had that great run until you mm-hmm. knocked them out. Or two years ago, maybe it was, when you knocked them out of the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> but that that sustained run... They knocked us out. Oh, that's right. They lost in the next round. Yeah. That's correct. But that's that sustained <laughs> Cup run can really galvanize a team. So both, you know... Like I said, Palace's overall performances have been a lot better, but they've lacked here and there in certain situations and went through a rough patch of four or five uh, 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 without a win. But now I think you're seeing them really starting to turn a corner
1: again, and they're healthy in the right places and at the right time. Got to beat Burnley at home, not draw Burnley at home like you did last week. And I think that's what a young team has to learn, and this is, for the most part, what was a very old team last season. A very young team this season, and I think they're the only team younger than them is Arsenal
0: on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah, precisely. And and this is Vieira's doing the work, and it's working. It's working magnificently. Which again, because we're always wrong. In three weeks, sorry, Brad, (laughs) you're gonna have a slide, and we're gonna talk about how we don't know what we're fucking talking about. Yeah, pretty much. So we were talking about Lester and our point of view with Lester was, you know what? They're, they're done and dusted. I see them outside the top 10. They're not going to be in the European hunt. Like, is it maybe finally catching up to them? Right. You're getting a bit emotional. No, (laughs) no. Like since they also wear blue or something, I was hiding a burp. I was hiding a burp. um,
0: In the hunt, um,
1: But (laughs) it's all a little tear. And the defense hasn't looked good. And they've just been kind of off. Um, Wrong, wrong. Yeah. Two scrappy, gutsy, shutout fucking victories out of Leicester this week. Like great fucking week for great fucking week. Now, Castro Michael had a lot to do with that. Too. Oh yeah, I he mean, was he, on. He
0: made a, a fair few saves uh, in both of those games. To S- be, to Sometimes
1: be you need the veteran player to come through in a big way. Well, and, and they're also getting Galvanisha. healthy again. You have yeah.
0: Jamie Vardy back fit, mm-hmm. which stretches defenses, which Got gives a goal. people something to worry about. Got a goal, obviously against Burnley. And James Madison got back after he had been out for a couple of games. Yep. He got a goal, the the opener against Burnley, uh, yeah. actually with a fantastic finish. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Vardy been a shithouse again. Um, which you need that's important ran past his own fans waved and then went to the burnley fans on the other side of the corner flag and did a little quivering lip celebration uh, i think maybe because they're
1: in the relegation zone and about to go down i i maybe it's just somebody made I, i'm sure like one person <laughs> while he was over in that corner went hey old man you ever gonna play again and he just decided in the back of his head well, when I score, I'm gonna fuck with these guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what Vardy does. <laughs> he tied, I think, or maybe just surpassed Ian
0: Wright for the most Premier League goals scored after the age of 30 with 94.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, did he pass Ian Wright for the King of Shithousery Award? <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like I mean, I'm so disappointed he didn't score against Leeds. Because I
0: guarantee you, somewhere in that stadium, he had a bucket stashed.
1: Oh, and he would have sat on a bucket and drank hot tea out of a Manchester United <laughs> Cup.
0: <laughs> I wanted that to happen
1: so fucking bad. But obviously, it didn't. Again, just crown him. Wasn't make, make him it forever because... You know, I mean, we talk about guy like like Roy Jones, but Roy Jones was a bruiser, right? Like he he would just choke a motherfucker, or or same thing with like, like Don Vinny? No, Vinny, Vinny Jones. I'm sorry, yeah, Vinny actor? Jones. Yes, yes. Slash uh, footballer, yeah, choke a motherfucker, or that's what Dunk would do. No, it, you know Vardy could get into a scrap, but his level of shit it's cerebral. The way oh, yeah. he fucking goes 100%. at people, it's so
0: brutal. But you know, the other thing is the way he <clears throat> goes after it, you know he can back it up. he That's the thing, is if you decided you wanted to fight him, he would kick the fucking shit
1: out of you. Mel, Jamie Vardy could go on uh, RuPaul's track Race. When they open the library, he could put on the glasses and read that entire room. It's just what Vardy does. Vardy is king of shithousery. There, there is no other. It's it, yeah. it's it's Vardy, and then there's a very, very long drop to the next person, and we don't even know who that person well, is. no, I know who it is
0: because we're about to talk about them here shortly, but in the Chelsea-Burnley game and Reese James's for opener, he was a bit of a shithouse as well. <laughs> very Celebrated good. directly in front of the Burnley fans <coughs> as well, uh, getting after it. But uh, I think he might—he's slowly building himself a
1: reputation to take over from Jamie Vardy when Jamie Vardy retires. Um, so interesting. Now we'll get to the Everton part of all of this a little bit later. But you couldn't have had a worse week if you were Burnley. No, correct, absolutely. Because you have that, and then you turn around and you have a four-nothing loss. So you have a negative five goal differential. Now, fortunately, Everton went out and put up a negative five as well, and put themselves in all kind of trouble too. Yep. But um, just a bad week for Burnley, especially. We'll we'll get into the second match with 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 Chelsea, but with this one, y- you 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 lose two nothing. Like you just you didn't even really seem to be in the match. You didn't really. There wasn't yep. much. And and you've made the right changes, and you've kind of made yourself a little more offensive. I just again, I keep feeling like the it's going to be just that much not enough. Yeah, just an inch—not enough—and that's where they're going to find themselves sitting in 18th and going down. Could very well be 100%. New look leads with a little bit more, um, I guess, emphasis on defense, or at least getting back or tracking back. Touch more pragmatism. Yeah, um,
0: I think they were obviously too gung ho uh, with their first season back in the top flight last year. They—it it was their best defense was all. <laughs> And that's fair. There's a, a couple of teams like that. But yeah. the the problem is is without the likes of Rafinha for large stretches, without Patrick
1: Bamford for what was it? Played two games in the last yeah. 3 months. They just months. got Junior Firpo back who right. was like, an outside back who they definitely had in the plans for the entire upon,
0: season. 100%. Yeah. And he ran with such a small squad Bielsa mm-hmm. that you know or not necessarily small squad but refused to really make changes to his team. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no plan B. So Jesse Marsh has come in, and apparently him and Leeds have been talking for a while. And they actually, I thought, had a pretty good performance. Oh, it was a very um, good performance. They were I mean, you they looked- were a bit more organized. They were a bit more together. They all seemed to be fighting for the same cause. And it wasn't just go run the score
1: up. It was, they were deserving of a point. That should have yeah. been a nil-nil game. It was one mistake led to the goal. And you're yep. just like... Fuck, we did everything right, like, yeah. and that's how it goes it was in a, a great relegation. Goal from Harvey Barnes, that's how it goes in a relegation battle. Yeah, it was just a, how it goes. It was a great goal for Harvey Barnes. Yeah, good, good, good finish for and him. You you think you did everything right, and it just wasn't enough. Do you think that this change in play and style? Do you think it will be enough ultimately for Leeds?
0: I think it it has the potential to be yes, because <coughs> Patrick Bamford looks to be back fit, so they'll have an out and out striker because this Daniel James kind of forced move um, isn't going well. He needs to be back out on the wing, Mm -hmm. uh, and Bamford needs to be back through the middle as a point man, so Rafinha and everybody else can run off of him. Um, It's not working currently uh, the way it is, so I think Bamford's close to, uh, like, full fitness and will actually be starting games again here Mm -hmm. soon. Um, I think he didn't come off the bench in this one to play 10, 10, 10, 10, 15 minutes. Um, So we'll see what happens. But uh, Jesse Marsh, uh, we'll be happy to know after, of course, Daniel Farka left. We haven't heard very much about the topics. Uh, but in his post-match, he said, you know, this week has been difficult, trying to get, get everybody up to speed and change the system a bit and, you know, show our respect for what Bielsa does and what we do do well. Um, but we wanted to be a bit more pragmatic. And, you know, there's some tactical topics that we have to take care of.
1: I just wish his voice was higher pitched. Heard. Rounding out the rest of the league. And, oh, so that happened. Chelsea 4, Burnley nil, Newcastle 2, Brighton 1. Brentford 3, Norwich 1. Liverpool 1, West Ham nil, Arsenal 3, Tottenham 2. Everton nil, Tottenham Hotspur 5. Arsenal 3, Watford 2. Watford 2. Sorry, my apologies. Oh, good. I'll take that, though. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Um, Harry Kane was too busy passing your boy on the all-time scorer list today who passing who terry henry he just passed him today
0: yeah, well good thing there's a separate one for non englishmen yeah heard
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> how
0: many goals is that for him
1: uh 138 i believe
4: 138
0: and oh yeah terry's yeah. 137 137 in the premier league he scored 220 some odd for arsenal mm-hmm. but yeah in the premier league yes mm-hmm. all right good so arsenal basically have two players up there since he was in our youth system you're heard. welcome
1: very good um, and
0: Thierry Henry still has the trophy count.
1: Great first half for Burnley. Great first half. Like, they did exactly what they wanted to do. They shut down Chelsea. They frustrated them. That was all good. And It then, wasn't pretty, though. And then Chelsea woke the fuck up. Yeah. Um. It was about 10 minutes. They scored three goals, I think. <laughs> Jesus. It was
0: It was very quick. Um.
1: Something Chelsea desperately needed. But Chelsea they were so comfortable. On
0: oh, yeah. They were so comfortable in that second half, though. And this was all without Lukaku as well. Mm-hmm. Um, It was piss poor from Burnley. They completely fell apart to the point where Nick Pope was rooted to the spot a couple times. It's like, Nick Pope doesn't do that. Right. That's a, He doesn't get wrong-footed like that where he just stands there ever. Right. And I think two of the four Chelsea goals he was. Obviously, Tarkovsky, unfortunate with that last one uh, with Pulisic yeah. um, where he just stuck a boot out. I think the ball somehow caught him by surprise. Not sure why. Um, But just stuck a boot out, and it fell right to Pulisic's foot. Uh, Just unfortunate. But we don't normally see a collapse like that from Burnley. When they go in 0-0 at halftime against larger opposition, it's usually a 1-0 loss or a 0-0 draw. Yeah. And they completely fucking shit the bed. Yeah. that's That's worrisome, that.
1: Um, I mean, let's face it. Massive six-pointer is going to be when um, Burnley and Everton finally uh-huh. play their replay. Absolutely, that's going to tell us a lot, and that's why you know when we get to Everton, I know the the sky is falling and everything's going to go to shit. But I'm not really concerned about Everton really legitimately being a a uh, uh, someone who goes down till they get through Wolves and Newcastle in the next two weeks, and when they finally play Burnley. That's going to tell me a lot.
0: Yep. You know. It sure will. <coughs> but um, you
1: need points from those games. Oh, of course.
0: Of you course. You need points from those games.
1: And, uh, you know, for Burnley, that's just tough because you did everything you were supposed to do for a half. Right. For 45 minutes. Doesn't help that you don't do it for the full 90. So, go ahead and talk about uh, Reese James's <laughs> little uh, <coughs> well, shithousery.
0: I, mean, I mean, after he scored, he just he kind of, again, ran like past the chelsea fans and went and celebrated in front of the burnley fans and just like making gestures to the crowd i think he did the you know finger to the lips saying like be quiet and just just being a dick really well
1: um i not talking about all burnley fans but we have had some burnley problems before with um uh black people and it wouldn't surprise me if old reese jays is like you know maybe someone said something to me in the stands that I heard and maybe I want to go back and just make sure they know I'm number one, (laughs) you know, maybe that, you know, it's again, remember Ben me came out and said, this is bullshit. Don't do that. Like we, that doesn't represent our club, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't mean those fans aren't in the stadium. It doesn't mean they might not have yelled something that he may have heard because, Turf Morris is an old classic park, and it's right on top of you. Yep. And maybe he just decided, oh, let me find that bloke.
0: And yeah, just let, let me him go know find how, that guy. Let,
1: let me just let him know what I do when, um, when I score goals. <laughs> another
0: issue, uh, Chelsea fans, and really, I, I, another pundit was saying this today at a radio show that I listened to um, on XM, that Chelsea fans online are pretty mild-mannered, Level-headed, no big deal. Chelsea fans that show up often let their club down. Heard. Uh, where opposite, let's say, take us, for instance, or, or even Everton. I've never really heard of any Everton problems. Just you got shanked that one time by the Millwall <coughs> guy. Right. But that was it, and obviously it wasn't his fault. But Arsenal fans online are fucking insane, And in person are pretty mild mannered and easy. Yeah. I mean, even when we were walking away from the Emirates, a sixty-one year old man and a nineteen year old man were embroiled in a verbal altercation that eventually literally came to nothing. (laughs) Right. Like, so it's fine. During the minutes applause for Ukraine in support of Ukraine, the Chelsea supporters decided to chant Roman Abramovich's name over it. Not good. Not good now, at all. Oftentimes, games in Europe, they're a bit racist. Do we? Uh, standing do we? on train platforms. and So, for whatever reason, the <laughs> fans that show up to Chelsea are dickheads, and the ones online are fine, which is normally an opposite problem. But, yeah, and Burnley, being where it is located, is kind of like, you know, that southern Indiana kind of,
1: yeah, kind of think Middle America, flyover yeah. states.
0: That's Burnley is a perfect example of a flyover state. Yeah, and um, and they sometimes don't always hold, you know.
1: Let's call them open-minded views. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be exactly kind about it. Um, so moving on to Newcastle and Brighton, a uh, quick lead for Newcastle. I mean, doing exactly what they need to do, quick lead, and then try to hold on. S- the stat that I heard about that
0: <coughs> six years it has been since they scored more than one goal in the first quarter of a game. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Obviously, they scored in like... It was 14 minutes and 16 minutes or 12 yeah, the, and 14. The, the it was something Eddie, like that. Anyhow, effect. In the first quarter of a game. So take the 90 minutes and split it into fours. So you're <laughs> looking at 22 and a half minutes per quarter, essentially. And if you, you do that... The last six years... They haven't scored more than one goal in a single quarter of a game.
1: <laughs> um, so it's brilliant! It's such a good stat. <clears throat> Brighton tried to fight their way back into the match, which you know, they did a decent effort of. Ultimately, could not get the the point, which they might have deserved. But I would like to, all of us now, recognize the annual descent to Brighton.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: where where Brighton much. goes, ah, we've done enough. Let's fuck off.
0: Let's chill. Right down the table. Well, it didn't help selling Dan Byrne. Obviously, the Dan Byrne Derby. He had a pretty good game. Yep. Yep. Um, most scored. Yep. Uh, Jacob Murphy actually had a pretty good game. To be completely honest, he had the post in <laughs> one, which set up Ryan Frazier's goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he collected the rebound and, put, and tucked that away. But um, at, all in all, I mean, Newcastle have put in some great performances. I think they're winners at a, uh, uh, in five of six. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're looking up. And uh, as we said, after they finally got that first win under Eddie Howe, said pretty sure they're fucking safe after this they're definitely fucking safe (coughs) oh yeah oh yeah i got and i have a a, i don't know that it's a a hot take after what southampton did but in a few minutes when we start doing the bets uh, i have newcastle in my bet beating southampton oh very good at saint mary's okay
1: very good um well as we talk about brentford and norwich uh in American football they say you never want to hear a tackle's name mentioned on TV. It's a bad thing, right? If you hear his name mentioned a lot, it means he's getting beat, it means he's fouling a lot, he's not doing very well. Same would apply for center backs when you're talking about English football. Ben Gibson had himself a day, didn't he, Sam? It was a bit all over the place when he <laughs> gave away both penalties. <laughs> It's not, not, not a favorable. You know what? That's who you should have picked up on your fantasy team. He'd have done your proper. <laughs> God damn it! Um,
0: maybe next weekend. <laughs> uh, it, sometimes you just have a bad day at the office. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm annoyed that I didn't <clears throat> know Ivan Tony was coming back for this game. Yeah, and he did announce himself back in the squad with a, a fucking brilliant hat trick. Um, I thought he showed great composure, and I thought he he showed great maturity in not being drug into the shit housing that Tim Krul was doing, especially on the first one mm-hmm. where he just turned around, faced his own goal and just let Tim Krul do his fucking thing and looked over at the referee and said, can you have a word with him? Cause I'd like to get the game going again. Right. And um, just didn't <clears throat> fall victim
1: uh, uh, to, to his, to his bullshit. And, and Krul is known as a rather decent penalty shot mm-hmm. stopper. Absolutely. And then even better he beats him again in the same mm-hmm. corner on the second penalty, and cruel even guessed right. That is just a, no, you can't stop my penalties. The way I take a penalty is fucking perfect. I yeah. mean, I dare say he might be the best penalty taker I know of right now. It's possible, Jorginho, it's, I mean. But Jorginho does that step thing, and if you Well, it's can, annoying. But, but if you can play his pause like like. Pickford did in in the uh, Euros, Yeah, he can be stopped. I don't know if, Tony, It just he's going to put it legitimately a bee's dick measure off of the post every single time. Yep. It doesn't matter which side it is. It's always that left side of the goal, though. It's going to be perfectly just a millimeter yeah. off the post low. It, and as a keeper, if you got to it, it's because you came off the line early. Right. So you, because you physically, with the time that it takes to do a penalty, you cannot get to that post in time with where he puts it.
0: And he does it with just the one step as well. <laughs> yep. So you don't have time to th- I mean, you know where he's going, but like, you can't get to it.
1: Like a hockey stick. Just looks like a simple little yep. pass into the net. Just takes his leg whoop, right across. Yep. It is it is pretty good. And, and, and if you want to have shithousery without having to do shithousery, there's... There's your ultimate W on cruel. Right. Like now, I I personally, if if I was Tony, I would have just gone up and gone. No, I, I, I see you missed it again. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, just, I just said something just, just because he's be the little talking yeah, sign. Yeah. Because he likes to talk a lot just to remind him. OK, asshole. Yeah. OK, asshole. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> um, ben Gibson also did something else. Very funny. Yes. uh, He was dragged down by Christian Erickson by his jersey. Mm hmm. Uh was pissed off about it.
1: Pulled back his hand to fucking. Looked punch like him. he was
0: gonna deck him. Yeah. And Christian Ericsson's laying on the ground on his back <laughs> and Ben Gibson's on top of him. And he comes around, has his hand up like so, then realizes it's Christian Ericsson
1: and just gives him a hug. And it's like, oh shit, <laughs> you almost died last summer. I, I love you. Hi. You're a nice guy. <sighs>
0: Now I heard another bit on another show that uh, I won't mention, but I will tell you about the bit. And they said, "Do you do you reckon that Christian Eriksen can just like get away with anything now?"
1: Oh, pretty much, yeah. Like he
0: could catch the ball on the line and then look at the referee, be like, "Listen, I almost died," and
1: be like, "Yeah, you're right, not a penalty." I I still don't know how Ben Gibson didn't see a red. He was just yeah, I the amount of penalty like fouls that he had committed, the running all over the place, the going I was just I was amazed he did not get sent off. Liverpool now winners of 7 in a row. They are on cruise control, but I will say West Ham didn't make it easy. No, West Ham didn't. had fucking chances. Yeah. This was a good. We're putting in an Oso, but this was a great fucking match. Yeah, and it was great it was match. A fucking. It took a phenomenal
0: pass from Trent Alexander Arnold to to actually break the deadlock. Yeah. Um. Good finish from Sadio Mane. You would expect him to score from there. Uh. But Fabianski was out. Well, went down well. Um. Mane just lifted it. It was it was perfect. Right. What a fucking pass, disguised as a shot. It was it was very very good. Um. But you're right, Liverpool. Uh, did allow West Ham into the game they allowed West Ham to have chances and it just it was
1: unfortunate that <laughs> the second half West they Ham had finish. more of the chances yeah they just couldn't West finish Ham absolutely had more of the chances mm-hmm. um for for West Ham you came out of this with some pride you look good you know there's not much more you can do worry about worry about the games you can win right yes that's that's how you got to look at it you just got to you got to move on you're still very much in the hunt for uh for Europe and you have a shout at um at Champions League but probably out of it well
0: apparently um the russian clubs have been suspended mm-hmm. from competition and the ukrainian clubs that are still in said competitions are asking that their games be postponed for obvious reasons mm-hmm. i don't know what has come of that yet i still haven't <laughs> seen really an update on that um, but there is the potential, as I said, I don't think they would give a free pass to to a team. Hey, all right, so now you're going to the semi or quarterfinals now because your opposition it decide are you know president right. or, or dictator whatever. Well, West Ham went out the to a Russian czar decided to be a dick fuck. West Ham went out to a Russian club. Well, right, but that Russian club has n- now been suspended from UEFA competition, right? So does West Ham get I, whoever they were supposed to play the the Russian team whoever they were supposed to play in the next round I wonder if they just replaced them with West Ham. Yeah. So yeah. there may still be a possibility. I'm I like I said I haven't seen an update on it. But they ha, I don't I doubt that they would just hand a free pass. Right. They'd bring to, the team. They would
1: they would bring somebody back in, I feel like. And why wouldn't you bring in the team that that they be, played. Yeah. yeah. So I don't
0: know I doubt they would just say Here's a free pass Into the quarterfinals I don't really think That's fair And it also kind of Hurts the integrity Of the competition Your boys made it Look a lot harder Than they needed to That was that last 15 minutes Or whatever it was
1: Jesus They decided
0: should've... that They were gonna play You know what That was the the, the Footy equivalent Of prevent defense Right Which I hate
1: Bad Like
0: Cucho though What a goal that was yeah. Overhead kick mm-hmm. That was brilliant Gorgeous fantastic most of the goals in this game were fantastic and, and then you take out sissoko's ugly piece of <laughs> shit but uh all the, hold go- on, all on, the hold goals on, in this hold game on. your fantastic. spurs hate showing yeah pretty much that's fine okay i wear it proudly right here yeah heard the uh <laughs> they arsenal were were had that early scare obviously it was called all sides arsenal had that early scare after that I thought they were pretty dominant. They kind of limited a majority of uh, Watford's chances. Now, Ramsdale was required on a few occasions. There were a couple of blocks that needed to be made. But ultimately, I thought Arsenal were pretty comfortable. Um, Watford decided, as most shit teams do, as most shit teams do, Watford decided that they were not going to be shit that day. And they were a bit more organized. And it always happens against Arsenal for whatever reason. um but we overcame it the cream rose to the top with some really good football for our goals uh, right. odegaard's saka's especially um but what a deft touch from alexandre lacazette uh for martinelli's goal it's fucking brilliant and the work he's doing in the team it, it needs to be admired and arsenal internet psychos um Basically, don't give him enough credit. They want oh, him going, and it, because he
1: doesn't have a good goal return, what they want is they wanted Obama Young to be up there and scoring thirty goals. Yeah, but fuck, and it, it's not. You cannot shame this man for how hard he works and what he brings to yeah. the
0: team. He may not have the stats to show it, but he's directly responsible for at least, I'd say probably six out of our last eight goals. Yeah, with his runs that take defenders and shifts and shifts the entirety of the defense and opens up space for someone else and then obviously that own goal uh, as well that he it was his cross that Jose
1: saw put in against Wolves. I mean outside of um you know Giroud would always do the work, right? But outside of Giroud it wasn't I mean, Van Persie was the last time you had someone who would do thankless work as a striker like for the most part like the the quintessential point man, right? You look back at your team and a lot of guys who could give a fuck A lot of guys who can really give a fuck.
4: Exactly. And
1: and now you have a guy who's bleeding for the shirt and playing his ass off, and because he's not scoring 20 goals, everybody wants to bitch and moan about him. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, fucking stop it, But it's it's just people that
0: don't know the fuck they're talking about. That's basically what it is. It's people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's people that have never played the fucking game. They've Mm -hmm. only ever supported a team, and that's it. Right. It's it's
1: Martinelli, um, Smithrow, and Saka are scoring goals because of what Lacazette's doing. doing. Exactly, like
0: exactly. It, get out of your mom's basement. Go for a jog. Find a football pitch and play for a
1: second. And you'll understand what he does. Yeah, yeah. Idiots. All Spurs. As as great as Everton looked for game plan against City is how bad they looked in game plan today against Spurs. I think Spurs were just on. I mean, wasn't your possession
0: stats relatively similar? Yeah. Um, But they counterattacked you very, very well. And
1: every time they counterattacked us, they put it in the back of the fucking
0: net. Your center backs were at sixes and sevens for a a majority of that game. I mean, Jordan Pickford, when he came on, uh, is it Braithwaite? Branthwaite, yeah, at
1: When When he came on at halftime. And it, for Keen who gave up an own goal and was responsible for both the other two goals that went in.
0: Right. I mean, like, they're all, every time a ball got cleared for a corner, they're screaming at each other. Yeah. And, and across that entire back line, it's like, y'all were not on the same page. Y'all were not on the same page at no. all.
1: No, no, not one bit. It was weird. Um, I I still am not jumping off a cliff. Um, for me, like I said, this next couple of weeks are going to be very telling because um, Wolves at home is a game you should get, mm-hmm. um, especially because Wolves are not playing well currently. And Newcastle at home is still a game you should get. <laughs> like, supposed to be, especially if you're <laughs> in the position that you're in. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be. And, and I think, like I said, I think it gets kind of overlooked. The games in hand that Everton still have to play are – Two teams that are directly involved in this relegation battle, and then the other one is against a team in Leicester, who's by the time we finally fucking play him, probably not caring about the league anymore. Right? They're probably already on Dubai time by that point. So yep. But in fairness, for as shitty for as shitty of a performance that was, I did pour myself a little bit heavier of a Malort um, shot because. I mean, for five goals, you deserve it. Yeah, I deserve it. That's for damn sure. So, let's go ahead and throw this back. If there's going to be a silver lining, at least a spud passed a gunner for all-time goals in the Prem while the game happened. So while Graham is happy I lost, he's sad because he lost too.
0: I'll tell you what the silver lining really is real quick. At least Andres Gomez still has both ankles intact.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I only said it to take the piss because of what you
1: said off air. can (laughs) Can we please, commentators, it's been four seasons now. Can we please, every time that Everton and Spurs play each other, can we have one match? Has it been three years since that happened? Four. Really? That happened in our first season? Uh, No, second season, so three years. So three years. And then FA Cup matches, so easily seven or eight matches. (laughs) That these teams have played against each other. And every... Every single time... The commentators bring up... Son... Red card... Injuring Gomez got red card rescinded they always make it a point to be like but he didn't really get a red card because it got rescinded even even though you know gomez can't couldn't walk and it had a fucking a fractured break in his ankle which is something that just doubly fucking bad but no we need to bring it up every time because why the children graham the fucking children sure money sorry guys had to get some whiskey there the the
0: little things people will never know. This is shore money. This is where we come up with bets to <laughs> better inform you on making your bets. After this past week, uh I am down eleven $1, hundred and seven dollars. <laughs> oh, uh, you missed on
1: yours. I thought you I thought you hit yours. I no? did not. Which one did you miss? I'm pretty sure I missed mine. The five way parlay, I think you hit it. Oh no, that was at the that was at the You book. did a five way parlay on this show. I'm pretty sure you hit it. Really? Yeah. I thought I missed it because I thought I had wolves in that one, too. Oh, you did have wolves. Yep. You did miss it. You're I'll right. double check that, but okay. I, I'm pretty sure I had wolves in that one also
0: because I was really annoyed with that game. All right. Very good. <laughs> I'll double check it again, but I think I'm down 1107. Okay. All right. So what did you do? Oh, I won. Oh, good for you. I won. The bird I won. better.
1: I'm going to listen back and I'm going to post a live video later that says that I actually did hit it. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly, Sam, I honestly think you did hit it so okay i'll double check i'm almost positive i had wolves in there (laughs) but that's all right i'll I'll double check it i'm gonna stop checking your bets of the week you do your own fucking work i mean again sure money your segment great admin awesome
0: yeah we knew that i was bad at admin
1: thank god we have a fucking chicken to save this segment um another winner I'm just chipping away at my losses, and I'm now down $729.
2: Big Sam's Lock of the Week.
1: you are getting close to the shirt, Sam. 24.137931% of the time. It works 100% of the time. Let me tell you something. If the math actually checks out
0: (laughs) to that number again, you're never allowed to bet (laughs) ever ever again. It's done. Done, The whole segment's over because we just hit it. All right,
1: uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a three-game parlay. I'm going to pull a U and do a multiple-game parlay. But if it hits, I can get back into the black. I'm going to take Burnley to beat Brentford. Ironic. I know. (laughs) Southampton to beat Watford. Southampton to beat Watford. And Arsenal to beat Leicester at $777. Hmm. Frank Black once said, if man is five and the devil is six, then God is seven. This monkey's gone to heaven. Go ahead, Mr. G- Mr. Graham. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. That's actually not bad. But we have our own degenerate gambling friend who would like to place a
1: bet himself. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's picket a week.
4: Hey buddy. Hey, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm- you
0: feeling better? <laughs>
4: Yes, I am. Yeah, I heard last week's show. Uh, they did not give me Vicodin. They gave me ibuprofen 800. So oh, boo. they don't just be giving the narcissist. I sucks. know. Boo. I guess you know there's a whole opioid epidemic or something. They don't want to, uh, you know. Yeah, anyway, but they if want you to don't have that. a history of that,
3: get the good stuff. <laughs> I, have,
4: I have an addiction or, or an addiction history. <laughs> just,
3: yeah, but that's not fair. Bills. I mean, you do call him <laughs> the degenerate gambling friend. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs>
0: I know a <laughs> lot of gamblers that just drink coffee while they're gambling. They don't like to be
1: fucked up. It's a shame, though, because uh, our, our boy here was on a hell of a run, and now we have him on a show after a loss. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Two two on and a, a
1: run.
0: Two. Well, I know. It's good. Bring him back down to earth a little bit.
4: Yeah. Well, this week I'm not going to go, you know, because I risked the win a lot last week. Obviously, with two draws which weren't even anywhere close. Uh, so this week, I'm just doing something pretty, pretty simple. I'm just going to take, uh, I, mean, I was looking at a lot of numbers and this one kind of um, popped up at me is uh, even money for Manchester United to, to beat Tottenham. Uh, so I'm going to take 200 just to win 200, which will bring me up to 800 plus 800. I'm like you guys.
1: Right. Yeah, we're both definitely down. Definitely yeah, down.
0: So. Well, unless mine actually hit, which I'll like again, I'll uh, I'll tell you later. I was, I was okay. I'm pretty sure I fucking messed it though. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll I take a listen. Really? Do you want to know what happened? I got drunk yesterday and did do a fucking thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. So I didn't listen back to what my bet was, and I always throw my papers out here, and
1: it's it is what it is. Gra- Graham <laughs> <woke up>. Graham I chose all over Admin <laughs> yesterday. That's what happened. Graham woke up in the morning and decided to have himself a day beer. And those days. I had an Irish coffee to start. Became night beers. <laughs> <laughs> he cooked on the grill and while i was cooking on the grill he had probably 10 more day beers so all in all i think i had a total of eight beers
0: a bottle of wine and two irish oh. coffees there you go all told
4: okay. but that was from a right 9 a.m
0: when arsenal played until <laughs> i went to bed at about two after poker
4: lovely very good
1: how did uh how did golf go for you buddy
4: and it kind of sucked. I mean, the weather was okay. Can't complain about that. But I don't know. I just didn't get any practice in. So I and I I, was just, I just got so hammered the whole trip. Uh, I mean, my best round I don't even remember. So um, yeah, so that's sounds why I right. that. Sounds like yeah, the
1: two of us playing golf all the time. Yeah, sounds like a good golf <laughs> trip that.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. But it's amazing you know,
1: the strokes but, uh, that get shaved when you're like hammered blackout drunk. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I got there in four. Of course I did.
0: Listen, it's not cheating. <laughs> What's that old Costanza line? It's not lying if you believe it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just blacked out, you don't remember it. You're fine. But all right, man, cool. Glad you're uh, glad you're back on your feet. We missed you. So uh, we'll holler at you next week.
4: Yeah, hey, sounds good. I will right, we'll talk to you. All right, Take bro. it easy. Yeah, man. All right, bye.
1: Damn. No, oh, with the quickness. Shut that down.
4: <laughs> no, he was
1: with the quickness. He he hung up. Did he? All yeah. Right. Guess Pat wasn't hanging out to listen tonight.
0: <laughs> All right. So, I have something to, to bring it back mm-hmm. or continue my run, depending okay. on what happened. Um, I have Newcastle over Southampton in the midweek. I have Chelsea over Norwich in the midweek, mm-hmm. Uh And then I have Tottenham to beat Manchester United on Saturday. <clears throat> Plus... Fourteen eighty nine on a hundred dollar bet, and wow. I really couldn't turn that down. This may be one on Thursday that I swing by the old bookie on the way home, and, and then and do if Fanduel's putting down. out these odds, yeah, a little twenty, uh huh.
1: Very good, yeah.
0: Very good. This because I think this is actually going to happen. I told you this with Tottenham um about your game. Why I had you losing this game, not necessarily because Tottenham's better than you, but I had Tottenham losing this game, or uh, I'm sorry, winning your game. Because they seem to be playing the name on the shirt rather than the team. The, the, the losses they have recently, very fair, are like Burnley, for instance. Yeah. They I think, but they then beat City three days prior. So I think they're looking past their opponents that they they know they have a leg <coughs> up on, but they're playing the name on the shirt. And Everton, despite their position, are a big club, and I'm I've always. Said that I've always stood by that, and I still stand by that. Everton are a huge club, they're a big name, yeah. so are Villa, you know. And I right. think Tottenham are playing the name on the shirt rather than, um, you know, and then for again looking past those lesser opponents, right? Very fair. So,
1: um, so this was a shit segment. I thought the segment was great. Thank God we have a chicken. You don't even know what your fucking bet was.
3: Well, Kitty hit with Liverpool's victory and sits at 14 and 10. So early this morning. Better than all of us. Yeah, well, she's a smart chicken and she's a popular chicken because this morning I was hanging out with Rita and Penelope and we all got pings on our cell phones. Yes, Kitty apparently left them two cell phones so they could all keep in touch. That's
1: how fucking Kitty rolls.
3: Uh, And it was a picture of her and Antonio Conte. Skiing in the Bormio region of Italy. No shit. Now we clearly Antonio enjoys alpine skiing, and seeing he's the boss at Spurs, Kitty is keen on Tottenham beating Man United this weekend. Well, you know, I
1: mean, and apparently Kitty likes to alpine ski. <laughs> like, well, if it also gotta get some decent speed. Does she do one ski or two skis? And how does she hold the? And hit the gates and she the whole thing. her
3: wings, duh. Oh, okay, I just That's want to make sure. Just... just
0: put one wing out to turn like this. Yep,
1: yep,
3: yep.
0: Now, yep. I will say that Tottenham now may not beat Manchester United. And the reason I'll say this is because shouldn't Antonio Conte have been taking training instead of skiing with a fucking chicken?
1: <laughs> he, he makes time for Kitty. Come on. Everybody
0: makes if time for Kitty. If you don't
3: think for a second that Kitty is not one of his trainer associates, then you really don't know this chicken. Do you know what else this chicken wants us all to know? What's that? You know she wants us to all gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh no!
1: Have I mentioned this bourbon is really fucking good? It's fantastic. <laughs> and by the way, we cannot overlook how brilliant whiskey dicks. Fucking. I know. High pitched like corner. Corner. It's very Iron Maiden of him. It's yes. very Run yeah, for the yeah. Hills kind of like really brings it. I mean, I'd
0: say it's, yeah, it is more Iron Maiden. It's not as high or as long as Axl Rose. Yeah. No, which it's is one Iron of the- Maiden.
1: It's Run for the Hills. Yeah. It's yeah. Run for the Hills. You're absolutely exactly right about that. And, and, and he would appreciate that. Well, I actually know ahead. what
0: you're talking about, too. Championship. Uh, so, Huddersfield uh, beat the Posh 3-0 <laughs> on Friday. Uh, Sheffield United, United and Nottingham Forest drew 1-1. Kind of further, um, furthering the, the jumble that is the playoff race. Right. Uh, because both of them are in and around it. Uh, Fulham beat Blackburn 2-0. They just keep rolling. Uh, Mitro, uh, that hurts Blackburn. It does, yeah. But, and Mitro no scorey in this one for once. He's already got the record for most goals in a championship season. Don't and worry. there when, are still a bunch of games left.
1: When they get promoted, he'll stop scoring
0: again. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, that yeah, Birmingham City 2-1 over Bristol, which has uh, playoff implications. Now, Darby beat Barnsley 2-0. Ah, uh, there you go. At the same time, the Posh lost.
1: Let's see. What Redding, it's Redding did? It's Redding. who they're chasing. uh Oh, Redding lost. Redding lost to Millwall one nil. What are they? One point now. One point. I back will on tell the, you Redding?
0: as soon as I pull up the table. I will tell you because oh, West so Brom. Close. West Brom beat Hull two 0
1: so they're you're back to winning ways. First winner to Hull, Steve Bruce. Hull Hull's in that little discussion too. They're a, they're a little bit ahead of Redding, but they're in that discussion. I have a, a
0: little thing that happened. Okay. Did you happen to hear Steve Bruce's comments following their game? No, I did not. I was talking about Jake Livermore and how happy he was to have him back and um, after his recent suspension, basically. He broke up to play well. He he reads the game. He's vital to what we want to do. He's, he's awesome, right, Jake Livermore? That's wonderful because, you know, he got sent off like a prick last time out. Uh, and... <laughs> I hope he sees this because he'll take it the right way. (laughs) He just called him a prick in an interview. Oh, my God. What are you doing? He's hangry. Go have a sausage roll. (sighs) Fuck's sake. Middlesbrough, 2-1 over Luton. Preston, 2-1 over Bournemouth, um, which is uh, big for for Bournemouth there. QPR lost uh, 2-1 to Cardiff. Already said Millwall over Reading 1-0. Blackpool beat Stoke, which is huge. For the playoffs as well, 1 oh, uh, 0. And Swansea 3 1 over Coventry, which again has playoff implications. So let's go to the table. Fulham are obviously still on top.
1: Nine points. Playoffs clear. in the bottom of the table.
0: Yeah. But Fulham have two games in hand. Oh, and are really? Nine, and are, I'm sorry, not nine, 11 points clear of Huddersfield, who has climbed to second place. Good on you, Huddersfield. Yeah, it's wild. Bournemouth are uh, dropped to third. Now, they do have four games in hand on Huddersfield, and they're only a point behind with a plus-23 goal differential (laughs) uh, uh, to Huddersfield's 13. So that's going to be trouble. Blackburn are down into fourth on 57 points. QPR, 56 points in fifth. Middlesbrough, 55 points in in sixth. Sheffield United in seventh on 54. Look at Sheffield with the big climb. Tied with Luton. Uh, Just two goals separate them on the same number of games played as well. Uh, Luton in eighth place on 54. Nottingham Forest in ninth on 52. Millwall in 10th on 52. Coventry in 11th on 51. They've and dropped. Preston North End uh, in 12th on 50. So if you go up five points, and there's a couple teams that, that there's some games in hand here or there, whatever. But Middlesbrough, right now, round out the playoff places. They have a five point lead on. Twelfth place, Preston. Thirteenth place, uh, West Brom is at forty nine. Blackpool's at forty eight. So there's still fucking what are they forty eight games? Um, the highest team played is Huddersfield. Most of these teams in this conversation are on thirty four points. There's so, still fourteen fucking games left.
1: Uh, oh, fourteen? I thought there was uh two hundred and ninety seven games left.
0: Yeah, I'm. it's starting to get to the business end. Okay. Time to it. stop making jokes. Heard. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they've got the, 14 fucking games left, right? So that's that's what? 12, 42 points up for grabs. And all the way down. Bottom of the table. We've got to hear about this. To 14th uh-huh. has a chance, right? They're only seven points behind Middlesbrough and six. Wow. There are a ton of teams in this playoff race. Wow. It is fucking awesome. Very good. Now. What you've all been waiting for. The problem is going to be is Reading do have a game in hand, but Redding are shite, right? Uh, Peterborough basically relegated already. They've, they're on 21 points. Barnsley basically relegated, right? Barnsley basically relegated already, yeah, essentially. They're both shit. Gold differential minus 26 for Barnsley. The posh minus 45. They're just bad. Now, Reading do have a game in hand, as I said. They're on 29 points in 21st place. Darby are in 22nd, the last relegation spot, on 24. So they're five points back. Okay. But Reading have a game in hand. Now, Reading are crap. Minus 26 goal differential. Darby, minus three. Almost a 500 record. Wow. They're 11 wins, 12 draws, 13 losses. It's all point
1: deduction. It's the only reason why they're where they are.
0: So 21 points was their fine, Right so forty five puts them in fifteenth place. Wow, they would be well and truly out of the problem had they not had their owner be a cunt bang heard well that's gonna I wrap. still
1: think they can get out of it yeah i I agree i agree and I'm rooting for them to do it, mm-hmm. especially you know for uh for uh, good old for Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney, know. yeah. For Waza. For Waza, rooting for him too. Yeah. Oh, um, it's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words?
0: I already spoke about the cuntiness of the Chelsea supporters earlier, so not really.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's really just the old plug-in stuff. D back, D back. Yeah, just D back. Not
1: person. hard. Not hard. Yeah, not hard at all. Same for Burnley as well. Oh, um, indirectly, but yeah, <laughs> we we were making assumptions. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. All boys and girls, next up is Injury Time, where we're going to uh, re- preview the next week's action. We're also going to talk about the beers we've been drinking throughout the night, and we're going to uh, check in on our adopted clubs and other leagues. Absolutely. Should somebody want to check out Injury Time? Sam, how do they go about doing Quite it? Quite
0: simple, and it's one super $5 tier that you don't have to stick another flag on to do it. Mm-hmm. It is <laughs> patreon.com backslash do you football show. If you didn't see that floating around, oh yeah, go yeah, find it. It's very great. funny. Uh, Jackassery, tomfoolery, yep. all, all the like. Uh, Patreon dot com backslash D Football Show uh, and sign up to that one tier. You'll get um, injury time, the preview show as we just mentioned, and sound check, which is our pre-show actual sound check. We just mm-hmm. kind of catch up about our weekend. Uh, there's a very funny joke on there um, that my daughter said uh, this Fucking week. Hysterical. It's worth it. It is worth it. <laughs> uh, but it's just some extra content for you. Uh, it's pretty enjoyable. Dare uh, actually. I say,
1: high class shit houseery.
0: <laughs> Correct. Then also the Du Drip Shack, uh, which the link is in all of the bios on our social medias. Uh, but you can pick up cool shit like this uh, tank top,
1: or or a bands pillow, like or a bands hashtag
0: bands pillow.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: I got. I've been, I've fallen off a of hashtag bants. I gotta. I gotta pick that back up.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, you're slipping. You're slipping.
0: I'm falling. You know, and oh, I can't get up.
1: Heard? Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe you're not as professional as you like to think you are, Mr. Graham.
0: Maybe we need to change the Going Out song for the next show.
1: All right, boys and girls. <laughs> Till next week. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Stread
2: to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam
3: Houston.
2: Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right K.A., hey, hey, the fucking cooter Graham. of my lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Come to you later. Come the fucking new button.